on time every day, uh, you get yourself ready, you get your kids ready and off to school, you get yourself off to work, you come home to find your well-behaved children sitting at the table doing their homework without complaining, uh, you sit down as a family each and every night to a home-cooked meal, um, you never have dirty dishes in your sink, uh, the laundry is always caught up. And not just like in baskets, but it's put away in drawers or hanging, okay? Uh, your house is always immaculate. Not one cobweb, not one speck of dog hair, none of that. The toilet paper rolls are perfectly rolled over, over, not under, over, with one square, one square folded to a triangle, okay? Uh, uh, your yard, your yard has no weeds, no dandelions, no those little prickly things that when you step on barefoot, it hurt really bad. No dog doo-doo in your yard. It's perfect, okay? Uh, it's, it's always mowed to perfection. It looks like the Royals Stadium, like perfect lines diagonals and cross cross diagonals, right? Uh, uh, your bedding, your bedding has been washed and changed at least three times a week. There's no stains on your pillowcase from slobber or earwax or whatever else secretes out of your body at night. I don't know. Uh, your, your dogs, your dogs never jump on the furniture or guests they never bark when a car drives by or a leaf falls off a tree <laughs> and everything in your life is pretty much in perfect order anybody here living that dream not one person wow how about this the best way to describe your life right now is a hot mess, right? A lot of us, I'm sure a lot of us in this room can relate to that. And, uh, you know, maybe right this minute, uh, you're not a hot mess, but uh, if not now, you have or will at some point in the future be a hot mess. Maybe just right now things are just a little out of whack, like, Maybe your dog, like, peed on the carpet this morning, but that was the only bad thing that happened. That's okay, right? But, uh, but some of us are, are, right now, our life is just a hot mess. And so today, we're, gonna, we're not going to just talk to moms, um, but to all of us, how, how we can overcome uh, the messes in our life and find peace through Jesus. Uh, Isaiah 41.10 says this, Fear not, for I am with you. 
Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Will you pray with me? God, again, we come before you and we thank you for this morning. And Father, right now, as we um, dig into your word, God, I pray that you would help me to speak with clarity and uh, the words that you want me to say will come out and they'll come out clearly. And God, I pray that each and every one of us would hear, not with just our ears, but with our hearts also, and, and, um, and listen carefully to the words that you speak to us today, God. And then we would be able to take those words and apply them in our life. Father, you know every trial, every trouble, every tribulation that we're going through right now. And for some of us in this room, we are a hot mess. And for some of us, maybe things are not too bad. Um, but whatever the case may be, God, I pray that we would find our, our strength and our peace, uh, our hope, um, our everything in you. And so God, speak to us this morning. And uh, we just give this time to you. And we love you. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. So the phrase hot mess Okay, has been around for a long time. In fact, since the 19th century, it started off a long time ago, had something to do with like uh, the meals that, that the, uh, the soldiers would get. It was, a, it was called a hot mess. And then in the 20th century, it changed to something else, and I can't remember now what it is. I didn't write it down, but I remember it was some other meaning. And now in the 21st century, uh, it, it literally means this. Okay? It means in the 21st century, hot mess means uh, an attractive disaster. So what that means is that it's, it's somebody whose life is out of control, maybe yours, maybe mine, or it's messy, and yet you can remain functional and somewhat attractive. Does that make sense? Like a lot of times you hear like this is a lot of times geared more towards a a, a, to women, they'll say, oh, I'm a hot mess. And it's, it's kind of this thing like, wow, you know, her life is like crazy and out of control right now, but she looks good with like muffled hair, you know, or muffled's not the right word, ruffled hair or whatever, you know, uh, or her makeup's not perfect or her collar's askew or whatever. Uh, it's, it, that's kind of the, the meaning of that. But today we're going to talk about it being a hot mess for, for all of us. So, um, it's often used in a quirky, joking way. Maybe you see memes, maybe you see coffee cups that say, you know, without my coffee, I'm one hot mess or whatever, right? Um, and so uh, someone may ask, you know, like, uh, hey, how's life going right now? And you might hear the reply, oh, uh, life's crazy and I'm out of control and uh, I am one hot mess, okay? And so that's what it means. It's, it's life's crazy, life's out of control, and yet somehow I am managing to appear like I've got it all together, right? How many of us put that mask on? Everything's great. Everything's fine. As, you know, everything around you is crumbling and life is crazy and wacky and you have no idea what's going to happen next. And yet somehow uh, we, we fake our way through it and uh, we tell everybody else that it's okay. I got it under control, right? We wear that mask a lot. Sounds like a lot of us... Um, you know, deal with that from time to time. And, and you know, we, we may be struggling with some pretty big things right now. Um, I don't know what's happening in a lot of your lives. You don't know what's happening in my life a lot of times. Um, and, and when someone asks, we, we say and we appear that everything is fine. And then, uh, and yet it's really, in reality, it's, it's out, of, out of control. We're, we're a hot mess. Um, you know, and sometimes our messes are self-made, Right? Uh, we get ourselves into trouble. 
I remember one time when my sister and I were young, um, we, we, four years apart, she's older, uh, but I always got the brunt of, of dad's wrath. And the reason for that being was that my sister would get me in trouble, but because she was the girl, uh, it was always my fault. And uh, oftentimes, um, I would get spanked first for no reason. And dad, I'll never forget that. You got your hearing aids up? Because remember that. I'm kidding, Dad. But uh, the thing is, is that uh, life sometimes got crazy with my sister. We would do stupid things like get in the car and, and she would put it in neutral. And we'd roll down the driveway and across the street and through the people's fence. Because back then you didn't have to have a key in the car to make it go backwards. We didn't know that. I should say this. She didn't know that. She was sitting in the seat. I was sitting next to her. I got spanked first. <laughs> the TV that went through the wall. And my sister pushed me and I slapped her in the face. And she got a bloody nose. And the TV hit the wall and caused a hole. That was her fault. She hit me first. Dad. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you for not beating me. I'm kidding. And then I remember one time uh, I did get in trouble by my mom in church. My dad was a pastor. We were sitting on the front row. I was making too much noise. Mom picked me up, carried me down the middle aisle of church, and I yelled, Don't beat me! <laughs> Guess what? I got beat worse. <laughs> Anyways, um, Sometimes our messes are self-made. All those things were my fault. I deserved every punishment I ever got, except for the ones that my sister caused first that I'll never forget. But, uh, but a lot of times our, our, our messes are self-made. We do it ourselves. And then sometimes there are things that we literally can't control, right? The loss of a job. Um, I don't know, just something crazy, stuff that just happens in life that we don't foresee happening. There's a lot of those things, too, that are out of control. You know, I think about the world right now. If you watch the news at all, um, the world's a mess. It's been for a long time. Um, it's a mess. And I think about the world 2,000 years ago, although I wasn't there. It was a mess. And we know this because Jesus was sent by his dad. God sent his son Jesus because the world was such a mess. He needed to change something. John 3, 16 says, for, and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have, ever, have eternal life. And then it says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. When we have hot messes in our life, I want to give you some points today. Here's number one. How to handle your hot messes in life. Number one, understand that God is not here to condemn you, but to save you through Jesus. So when we look back at John three sixteen and 17, we realize, you know, God loves us so much. God loved the world so much 2,000 years ago and still today that he sent his son to die for us. 
And not so that God could condemn us, but that through him we could be saved. So when you're going through a hot mess, whether it's something that you did on your own or it's something that was out of your control, realize and know that God is not here to condemn you. But he's here to save you through Jesus. That's why Jesus came, because the world was a mess. And when our life is one hot mess, we can call on him to help us get through whatever it is that we're going through. So he's not here to condemn you, but he's here to save you. Isaiah 43, 1 and 2 says this, But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. You see, we're created by God. He's redeemed us. And that basically just means that he's, he's bought our, you know, like all of the stuff that we struggle with. It's been redeemed. It's been, it's been bought with a price. And that price was Jesus. It says, he's called us by name. He knows your name. He knit you together. He created you. And so when we face deep waters, if you've ever almost drowned before, and I have almost drowned before, it's a scary, scary feeling. When you see the surface getting further and further away and you can't breathe, it's scary, right? Or if you've ever been uh, in a river and you've lost your footing because it's, it's moving a little quickly and you're like, whoa, hey, I wasn't ready for that. Or maybe you're riding rapids and, and it gets a little too rough and you get scared because you're afraid you're going to fall out of that boat. It's hard. Or if you're trying to paddle upstream against something that's flowing fast, it's, it's scary. Because we don't know if we're going to make it. So when we face deep waters or rushing rivers, he is our lifeline. When we walk through the fire, we can't be consumed. He's our salvation. So, number two in how to handle your hot messes in life is this. In your mess and stress, God is your strength and your lifeline. When you need to be saved, you cry for help, right? If you can, you cry, you cry for help. And oftentimes when we struggle in life, instead of crying for help to God, a lot of times we just think, oh, I got this all together. It's okay. I can do it myself. I'm fine. But no, God wants to be your strength and your lifeline. You know, a lot of us think that we can, we can handle more than we actually can. And we just keep piling it on and piling it on, and piling it on. And eventually, our knees begin to buckle. And it gets harder and harder to stand. And that strength that we thought we had begins to waver. And so, realize that God's your strength, and he's your lifeline. When you call, call out for help for him, he will throw you that lifeline. Psalm 46, 1 through 3 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, 
Though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. So when those things begin to happen, right? If you see mountains moving and the ocean beginning to roar and foam, that's not a sign of, hey, it's going to be a nice peaceful day, <laughs> right? It's like, uh-oh, earthquake or something happened. You know, something bad is happening right now. These things are, are moving and, and mountains are, you know, breaking off into the heart of the sea and, and the waters are roaring and foaming and mountains are trembling, all those things. Um, it says, even though all that may be happening, have no fear because God is your strength and your lifeline. So when life begins to tremble and life begins to shake and life begins to get out of control, he's your strength, he's your lifeline. And when all that's happening um, in, in, in life uh, and we understand that God's our strength and our lifeline, that's when we can put our fears behind us. But too often, like I said earlier, we don't cry out for help a lot of times because we think we can do it on our, on our own. And so that fear just begins to well up inside of us. And, um, you know, when fear comes, you've got anxiety, you've got, you know, physical things can happen, you know, mental things can happen, all kinds of stuff can happen um, when we let fear overtake our lives. So in our troubles, it says that he will be our present help, right? Um, and that we can put aside uh, our fears. And then number three, uh, don't put your trust in someone else. Put your trust in God first because he is our refuge. Now, don't get me wrong. Seeking help from friends or even healthcare professionals, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But here's the thing. When you're dealing with a hot mess or you are a hot mess, the first person you should put your trust in is God. And then you can seek the help of others, right? Put your trust in him first. Not last, first. Because God is our refuge. Psalm 62, 8 says, trust in him at all times. Not just sometimes, not when things are going great at all times. If you've ever been in a situation in your life, and I'm sure we all have, where it has gotten really hard to trust God. Has anybody ever had that in your life? You've ever gotten to a point where I, I just don't know. I, I don't trust God right now. I'm sure that all of us have. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the, the loss of a loved one, or maybe, you know, you were expecting something to happen, and it wasn't happening the way you were hoping it would happen, or it wasn't happening at all. Or maybe you were praying every day, and you weren't hearing God's voice for whatever reason. You begin to lose your trust, right? It's the same thing with people. If, if someone constantly turns their back on you, and, and you feel like they're not listening to you, and you're not getting through to them, you begin to lose your trust in them, right? And sometimes when God is silent, we do the same thing. We begin to lose our trust. Is he really there? Is he really listening? You know, that's why the, the Israelites struggled so much out in the desert because they were out there for 40 years. They turned their back on God a lot, right? Because they couldn't trust him because they didn't know. Okay, even though he was like showing them the way, they still 
had issues. Like they still couldn't put their trust fully in him. And so they began to make idols or do other things. And so they would fall away from him. And God made them wander and wander and wander. And in your life, if you continually forget about trusting in him, sometimes it'll feel like you're just wandering and wandering and wandering. But even in those times, God is still there. So trust in him because he is our refuge. Going back to 62.8, trust in him at all times. And it says, pour out your heart before him. Pour out your heart. In other words, whatever is weighing you down, whatever is going on in here, lay it at his feet. Don't hold on to it. Lay it on his feet. Pour it out. And then it says, God is a refuge for us. He's a place that we can go that's safe and that we can find peace and hopefully find joy once again. When life is a hot mess, find your refuge in him. When you spill coffee, right, you use bounty, the quicker picker-upper, right, to clean up your mess. When your life's a mess, God is that paper towel. That's a really poor example. But that's what I'm trying to get at is that God is there. He wants to pick up your mess for you. He wants to be your everything. So put your trust in him. Pour out your heart and know that he is your refuge. So as we wrap this, this morning up, this Mother's Day, um, I hope you know that um, it's not just moms or, or women who can be a hot mess. We all can, right? Um, and I hope and pray that all of us realize that God is our refuge, our strength, our salvation, and when, uh, whenever life deals us a mess. Um, and I want to close with this passage of Scripture, which uh, has always been a source of encouragement to myself and, uh, and to many others when life is hard. And that's Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. It says, once you close your eyes for just a minute and listen to these words really carefully, I'm going to say this really, really slowly. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see, these words by Jesus are an invitation. They're an invitation to come to him. So if you're tired, if you're struggling, uh, if, if your life is just one big hot mess, um, he can give you rest. Following him, following Jesus, frees us from carrying the burdens of life and sin because he already did that work, right? When Jesus paid it all, all to him we owe, right? We just sang a little while ago. Jesus paid it all. So that hot mess that you're in right now, that hot mess that is your life right now, Jesus paid for it. So you can lay your burdens down, down at his feet, right? Come to Jesus and let him lighten your load. This Mother's Day, this Father's Day, 
tomorrow, every day. We should be able to do that. We should be able to every day realize that Jesus is there and he wants to be that rest for you. That, that person that you put your trust in, not just when life is hard, but all the time, every day. So what I'm going to do as we close up um, is this. For the next couple of minutes, maybe a minute to two minutes, I don't know. I'm just going to be really quiet. And I want each and every one of us to take a moment to examine our life. Think about where you're at right now. Think about the troubles, the trials, the, the things that are going on in your life. And maybe for you, things might be going pretty well. And if so, then take that time to give thanks to God for the blessings in your life. And maybe you're a hot mess today. And if that's the case, uh, take that time to ask God to give you the strength that you need to make it through this rough time. And also, um, ask him to help you lay your troubles at his feet and not hold on to them. And let him carry your burdens. So let's take a couple minutes to, uh, to do that, and then uh, we'll, we'll close. God, we, uh, we come before you again, and I just want to thank you for your word today. I want to thank you that we can find our comfort and our peace in you. When life is a hot mess, when we are a hot mess, God, we can find our rest, our strength, our peace in you. So Father, I pray that you'd help each and every one of us to trust you. No matter where we're at in life right now, maybe we're struggling with that. Maybe because we felt like you've been silent or you haven't answered our prayers the way that we expected or wanted you to. Um, God, even in that, Lord, I pray that you would help us right now to break down that barrier and to put our trust back in you. Father, I pray that you would... Um, help each and every one of us to realize and be thankful for the blessings that we do have in our lives as well. Because God, those things all come from you. And so when we recognize and, 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 and see what those things are that, are that are good in our life, it can give us some perspective and help us to realize that you truly are there. No matter what else has happened on the other side of our page? There is always something good to be found there as well. So God, help us to recognize those blessings and then help us to lay our burdens down at your feet. And then Jesus, 
we put our trust in you, that you will pick up those burdens and carry them for us. Enlighten our load because you've already paid that price. So God, this Mother's Day, I pray for all the moms again here and I thank you for them. And, and Father, maybe some of them right now, um, life is overwhelming just with all the different things that are going on with raising kids and raising their husbands and jobs and finances and just stuff. God, I pray that your spirit would just rest upon them and help them to find peace and rest in you. And God, for those that are here this morning that maybe Mother's Day is a hard day for them. Maybe they couldn't be a mom. Maybe they lost their mom. Or maybe their mom wasn't a good person. And Mother's Day is hard. God, I pray just a special blessing on those women as well. God, that they would find their value and their peace and their comfort and their joy in you. God, as we leave this place today, I pray that uh, you would go with each and every one of us and that uh, today as we celebrate our moms, that uh, it would just be an encouraging time. We love you and uh, we give this day and we give our lives to you. God, help us when we are a hot mess to find our rest in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may God bless all of you and keep you. And uh, today and the rest of this week, until we see each other again next Sunday. So God bless you guys. Have a great day. And uh, go have some fun. <laughs>